Um, today we're starting on session 17. We're moving right along. So this is the re-listened version. Everybody's got it in front of them, I assume. Uh, session 17 was received February 3, 1981. Again, 33 years ago and uh, three in five months or so. This is the re-listened version. It's a long session, but it's not as long as 16. It's 45 exchanges between Don and Ra, covering many topics, and hopefully we'll be able to finish it in two, two classes. Uh, initially, Ra uh, makes some corrections in terms of dates of Confederation contact with humanity, and then there's a, a long, uh, very important answer about fourth density and harvest, and then some discussion about teaching and learning and helping, and it shows Ra's perspective on, on you know, teach the, the form of service by teaching or speaking truth. And to the extent that we know truth, we can speak it. To the extent that we don't know, we are confused. To the extent that we know truth, we can help others uh, move out of their confusion to what seems to be true. Uh, and it's a very noble way, uh, but it doesn't have to be a formal thing, because to the extent that we know, uh, we may speak truly what we know, and if we know truly what's real, then we speak truth, and we speak what's important. Uh, in the teachings of Gautama Buddha, there's something called right speech, and there, uh, one of the elements is that the, the speech should be beneficial. If it's not beneficial, don't say it. If it's not factual or true, don't say it. If it's not beneficial, don't say it. Uh, and then, of course, it needs to be spoken at the right time. Even if it's not pleasing to the ear, if it is beneficial and true and spoken at the right time, it may be um, right speech. So, uh, in the end, uh, understanding right speech, and I have a talk about this on YouTube, and we'll do, I do more, we'll do more on that in the other group, too. Understanding right speech is the basis of teach learning. <laughs> teaching. Teaching is right speech. Right speech is a form of teaching, which really means I don't say, I don't speak shit, and um, what I say, um, you know, may it be true and beneficial. Only. If it's not true and beneficial, I don't say it. And so one of the elements of wrong speech is gossip. So anyway, that's another thing. You know, I can just go riffing on any of this. Uh, but this is just the overview of the session. Then session 17 gets into discussion of Tunguska, which was a place in Siberia where they really, according to Ra's account, there was actually a Confederation nuclear unpiloted drone kind of craft crashed. And for the uh, NASA people who are listening in, this shows you proof that Ra is for real, but I guess you already know that. But you don't understand the moral dimension, but that's okay. There are some questions about um, Earth history and the provision of nuclear energy. And then a long discussion of Jesus and harvest. And this is a, one of the major sessions of Ra that presents teaching on Jesus. And that's probably what we'll cover today if we can and then there's more about harvest and some negatively oriented humans who graduated early to 4D negative, which is very important or useful to understand. 
most of the negatives on Earth will repeat the density, I mean currently. Some minor questions on spontaneous combustion and some more about service and harvest and third density. So the, the, we're kind of all over the place in this session, but many, many questions are centered on the principles of soil evolution. So 17.0, the first uh, presentation, Ra says, I greet you in the love and the light of the infinite creator. And so they said, before we communicate, we shall correct an error we discovered in transmission of our information to you. We have difficulty dealing with your time space, meaning time in this case, <clears throat> not time space meaning astral plane. So again, there are different ways of using the, the pair time space or space time. One time, in one method, one uh, type of usage of the term time space or space time is simply emphasis upon the first of the two words, time, meaning that's what they really mean is time. But time and space are really one, so they just put them together, but they really mean the first element. And the second the second type of usage is to talk about the distinction between physical and non-physical in third density or any density, physical being space-time, non-physical being time-space. Ross said, there may again be errors of this type. Feel free to question us that we may recalculate in your time-space measurements, in your time, measurements of time. And so the error we've discovered concerns one of the arrivals of both the Orion group into your planetary sphere of influence and the corresponding arrival of emissaries of the Confederation. Uh, we gave dates of 2,600 years for Orion, 23 for the Confederation entry. It's incorrect. The recalculation indicates numbers 3,600 years ago for the Orion entry and uh, 3,300 years ago for the Confederation ent entry. So, um, interesting use of the word corresponding. <clears throat> the uh, Confederation contact entry came in, coming 300 years after the Orion entry was a corresponding arrival a corresponding arrival of emissaries corresponding to the Orion arrival 300 years earlier. What was happening 3,600 years ago and 3,300 years ago? Well, 1600 BC <clears throat> uh, may well have been the Orion interaction with Moses. 3,300 years, years BP before present. So we have BP, BC, <laughs> uh, terms like B.C. meaning before Christ, B.P. meaning before present. So, 3,600 years ago, Orion made contact, uh, and I believe that's the false Yahweh contacting Moses. <clears throat> and it could have also been the Anak people or the genetic uh, mixing. <clears throat> we talked about this already, but I forgot whether it's the Orion contact with Moses, the false Yahweh teachings or their um, genetic manipulation with the Anak or Ananaki people of Samaria. Again, 1600 years BC. Then 300 years later, or 1300 BC, or 3300 BP before present, there's a corresponding Orion entry. <clears throat> Unfortunately, um, we can't get into this now. We'll get back into history <clears throat> in a later session. Uh, but you can see that uh, one comes in, or, or 
the Confederation came in in a corresponding matching way, a matching um, response or methodology to the prior Orion contact. And so, you, you, you know, this planet is riddled through with Orion 40 negative influence. It's far deeper than people realize. And that's why we have continual warfare and suffering and fraud and injustice globally. And it's really been that way since mid-Atlantean times, actually, even before these contacts. Okay, <clears throat> so the first major question is 17.1 from Don about Harvest. Uh, he uh, makes some appreciation and then says um, in the second paragraph, uh, we're now in fourth density. This is Don. Uh, meaning there's in the energetic atmosphere of fourth density, but not the full 4D cycle has started because Raz said that when the, first, when the true fourth density cycle begins, there'll be a temporary non-inhabitation for 3D, of 3D. No more 3D. And that's why you really know there's dimensional shift when the human artifacts and the humans disappear. And that's, again, another long discussion. Every one of these could go on uh, for many times, <laughs> for much time in discussing, um, and you got to really study and build your knowledge slowly. Um, I can't explain each answer in depth because there's, everything's linked here, and that's the way the universe is. So <clears throat> uh, we are in fourth density in an energetic way or regarding the rotation of the planet around galactic center, Raha said, uh, the, the time, the, the movement of this solar system and this spiral of the galact of the Milky Way galaxy moving around galactic center has spiraled the solar system so that planet Earth is now in a different, is ready, is, is now activating its fourth density body, fourth density energy field. That's happening on the planet. Other planets in the solar system are also changing. They're not all going into fourth density, but they're all changing uh, in different ways. But uh, that, that is what is really meant by now in fourth density. <laughs> so everything has to be unpacked. Don goes on and says and asks, will the effects of the fourth density increase in the next 30 years? And again, this was 1981. Will we see more changes in our environment and our effect upon our environment? So, will the effects of the 4D energetics increase? Uh, will, we, will that be associated with changes to the environment and changes to human effect upon the environment, meaning changes upon humanity? And this is um, a major response or reply by Ra 17.1 about harvest and the nature of fourth density. Ross said, <clears throat> the fourth density is a vibrational spectrum. Your time-space continuum has spiraled your planetary sphere and your what we would call galaxy, what you call star, into this vibration. This will cause the planetary sphere itself to electromagnetically realign its vortices of reception of the in-streaming of cosmic forces, expressing themselves as vibrational webs, so that the Earth will thus be fourth density magnetized, as you might call it. This is, this is going to occur with some inconvenience, as we have said before, due to the energies of the thought forms of your peoples 
which disturb the orderly constructs of energy patterns within your Earth's spirals of energy, which increases entropy and unusable heat. This will cause your planetary sphere to have some ruptures in its outer garment while making itself appropriately magnetized for fourth density. This is the planetary adjustment. So let's <clears throat> let's uh, work on the first two paragraphs. There are five here in this 17.1 reply. Fourth density is a vibrational spectrum, as are all densities, as are all chakras. Uh, Body-mind-spirit complex is a vibrational spectrum. The octave is a vibrational spectrum. The musical scale, scales, and the, uh, the, the spectrum of light are all vibrational uh, continua, or spectrums of uh, progressively, uh, progressively changing <laughs> um, energetics, energy, energy expression. Right, the expression of energy is light, the expression of energy is sound, the expression of the octave as particular densities, the, the expression of, an, of a density <clears throat> as particular sub-density energetics. And so Earth is at the end of its vibrational spectrum of third density activation. That's why uh, the planet has moved, is now activating its fourth density energy field. So we're approaching or moving right into the early portion of 4.1. Fourth density activation, which is really planetary 1, 2, 3, 4, uh, first subplane. And part of the, the crisis of human mind today is that most people can't hack it, can't handle it, are not ready for true green ray, heart-centered, vibratory life. They can't live in love. So they get into confusion or self-conflict or um, distortion, attachment to distortion. It's a challenge, you know, for all of us. So 4D is a vibrational spectrum. The way we have, the, the, that the planet has begun to activate its fourth density energy field is that the time-space continuum, meaning time, the passage of time, uh, has allowed, or by passage of time, our planetary sphere, Earth, and our our solar system, meaning what Ra says, what we call galaxy, what you call star, yes, Ra's using the term galaxy for what we call star system, by the passage of time, uh, Earth and our solar system has, in its rotation around galactic center, moved into the condition whereby it can activate the vibration of fourth density, meaning its fourth density energy field. So Venus, we have heard, is already uh, activated 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, meaning Ra is native to Venus 3D. Two billion years ago, we're there in Venus, in third density, Venus, two billion years ago. Today, Venus is in sixth density. So obviously, Venus is not activating its fourth density body because it's already been done. Venus is already 1 through 6. Earth is now 1 through 4 in the initial position of fourth density activation. <clears throat> and this kind of progressive activation of sequential levels or vibrations on the spectrum is the way we develop too. You know, five years ago, uh, we were less heart-centered, understanding, uh, compassionate, accepting than we are today. So now we're more fully in heart chakra activation. 
I think everyone here is. Uh, and that's normal. So people are growing step by step. And so planetary evolution also is step by step. Now, it's the rotation of the star system and the planet around galactic center that has caused the planetary sphere itself, meaning Earth, to electromagnetically realign its vortices of reception of in-streaming cosmic forces. So this is the planetary energy grid, or web, or network. So Earth is now realigning its vortices of reception, its energy grid, its energetics, so as uh, that they're associated with uh, reception of cosmic forces, meaning extra systemic beyond the solar system, and basically beyond third density, which is not visible anyway, uh, those points of energy input being received by Earth planetary electromagnetic web to fully activate its fourth dimensional energy body, energy field, Earth must realign those vortices of reception. Uh, and so uh, that's the cause of Earth changes, is the electromagnetic shift of uh, planetary energy fields. And it, that's all it's all about. And that's the cause of global warming, too, of course. Or cl climate change, whatever you want to call it. It's maybe not warming, even. But there is climate change. Uh, and And... There's a famous Russian astrophysicist, Mr. Dmitriev, that David Wilcock pulled out or found, or actually came from Mark, Mark uh, Cummings 10 years ago when we did the Global Shift Tour. That was one of the main data points David Wilcock presented in our Time of Global Shift National Tour. Watch that data of Dmitriev, the Russian astrophysicist, which actually was found by Mark Cummings, by the way, who has disappeared. Uh, and uh, that uh, all the planets of the solar system are showing radical changes in atmospheric conditions and luminosity and uh, chemical makeup and um, all sorts of other planetary uh, astrophysical parameters. So it's not just Earth. Uh, and so all of this energy changes to so that Earth will be fourth density magnetized. It's going to occur, it is now occurring with inconvenience. <laughs> the main inconvenience being, uh, you know, uh, climate disruption. Uh, volcan volcanism, volcanoes, earthquakes, uh, sinkholes, crazy weather, floods and droughts, uh, solar, solar output anomalies. Actually, that's part of what's going on. And in terms of the planetary inconvenience or Earth changes, it's due to the energies of the thought forms of humanity, which have been, you know, conflicted and um, in conflict or struggle, I believe, basically since late Atlantis 15,000 years ago. That conflict in mind um, uh, associated with disordered or distorted energetics of thought form disturbs the orderly constructs of energy patterns within the Earth's spirals of energy, meaning... So, so wordy, huh? It, the, the human dysfunctional thinking, human distortion, collective humani uh, humanity's collective mental distortions, particularly about non-love, you know, not kindness to each other, not caring about each other, not helping each other, that uh, has a disruptive effect 
to the um, to the electromagnetic grid and the shifting electromagnetic grid and the reception of cosmic in-streaming. Uh, and that's the cause of rapid aging, Raha said. The disruption of the electromagnetic grid and receptor web network uh, of the planet uh, because of human um, distorted thought. That's the cause of rap- rapid aging. Raha said the ideal age in third density is 900 years. Noah Methuselah. And thus... You know, people live to be 90 and we say, oh, what a ripe old age. But actually, that's 10% of the ideal in third density. Uh, Also, the uh, disrupted, distorted human thought forms increases entropy and unusable heat. This um, heat is now being vented by the planet and is the cause of volcanism and earthquakes and plate tectonic instability plate, uh, you know, the plates of Earth, and I'm not a scientist, so I don't really know any of this in excellent detail, but the idea is that unusable heat that is the byproduct of human distorted thought collective since, you know, for thousands of years, has been received and stored in the body of the Earth, is now being vented, so that Earth can shift its electromagnetic vortices to prepare for fourth density magnetization. And that causes the planetary sphere to have ruptures in its outer garment, which called, which is called uh, volcanoes and earthquakes, while making itself appropriately magnetized for fourth density. And this is the planetary adjustment. So Earth changes equals the planetary adjustment. Then there's um, the preparation for fourth density uh, regarding uh, humans. Ra said, Ra goes on, you will find a sharp increase in the number of people as you call mind-body-spirit complexes, so people equals mind-body-spirit complex, you'll find a sharp increase in the number of people whose vibrational potentials include the potential for fourth vibrational distortions. Everything's a distortion. The seven colors and the octave is a distortion. It's the concept of light, so it's all called distortion. First distortion is the law of free will. The law of free will is the basis of the formation of the galaxies. So it's all distortion. Uh... Fourth vibrational distortions means fourth density um, energy consciousness. Uh, there will seem to be, there, thus there will seem to be, shall we say, a new breed. There are those, these are those incarnating for fourth density work. There will also be a sharp increase in the short run of negatively oriented or polarized mind-body-spirit complexes and social complexes due to the polarizing conditions of the sharp delineation between fourth density characteristics and third density self-service orientation. Finally, those who remain in fourth density upon this plane will be of the so-called positive orientation. Many will come from elsewhere. For it would appear that with all the best efforts of the Confederation, which includes those from your people's inner planes, inner civilizations, and those from other dimensions, the harvest will still be much less than that which this planetary sphere is capable of comfortably supporting in service. So this is the hardcore <laughs> discussion of uh, current human uh, collective humanity and social incarnational consciousness patterns. The uh, pith root guru teaching uh, explaining the uh, change dynamics of collective human consciousness at this point in world history.
And it's all related to the planetary adjustment and the end of third density cycle and the beginning of the fourth density phase of existence. And we find lots of things. And all of this, to me, rings perfectly true, clear as a bell. First, Ra said, you find the sharp increase in the number of people whose vibrational potentials include potential for fourth density, fourth vibrational distortion. Let me put this into normal language. Uh, this is the sharp increase or rapid increase of uh, children, people who have uh, fourth chakra potentials uh, brought into their incarnation naturally. Spoon bending, uh, paranormal abilities, precocious children, indigo children, crystal children, those terms which I don't really like, but they're really green children. They're fourth ray, green ray, uh, double-bodied, fourth density wanderers who are coming early, before the end of 3D, to help, you know, offer love light radiance uh, before the dimensional shift. Uh, these, I, this is what Ra is talking about in terms of vibrational potentials for fourth vibrational distortion. <laughs> Meaning the potential of mind and energetics and activity and awareness associated with fourth chakra. Which includes the paranormal, but it also includes people who are just, you know, children who are born truly loving, precocious, um, bright-eyed, and they don't lose it. They don't lose their bright, happy eyes and um, are known as a blessing to their parents and friends and people around them. Not every child is that way, and they, don't, and they grow up. <laughs> this has been going on for, for decades, so some are 30 and 40 and 50 and 60 years old. But that, that is the, um, the new, this is the vanguard, the spiritual vanguard of the future humanity, which is based on love. And so that's the new breed, and they're incarnating for fourth density work. And as we understand, uh, they're incarnating for fourth density work because they will be remaining on fourth, in fourth density upon this plane, upon Earth, being of the so-called positive orientation. They are service to other, service to all, heart chakra activated, positive path. So Earth will uh, go, Earth will in, go into 4D positive. Those who remain upon this plane will be so-called positive orientation. And so only the meek shall inherit the earth. Only Christian, Catholic, religious belief doesn't matter. In my view, all is my opinion. Take it or leave it. Uh, in my view, belief matters very, very little. Howard Storm was told, whatever religion helps you get closest to God, that's the best religion for you. Get closest to God means love God. Love God equals love humanity, equals walk in love, love love, value love, appreciate kindness, appreciate goodness. Anger, rage, hatred, fear, sorrow, grief are natural. They come. Let them come. Be with them. And let them go. <laughs> let it come. Let it go. The moment contains love, Ra said. Uh, that's what I value. That's uh, the way of future. That is the vanguard of humanity. The way of the heart. And you'll either be here or you won't. No problem. There are many schools for those who refuse to learn. No problem. In fact, Earth has been one. Uh, so, 
we also find the sharp increase in the short run, which we see, of negatively oriented or negatively polarized people, mind-body-spirit complexes, and social complexes, meaning, um, you know, societies that are bent on conquest, human groupings that are bent on domination, control, subjugation, force, control by uh, deception and, and violence. We see it in the world clearly. There are social complexes that are negatively oriented that uh, are either nations or sub-national ethnic groups or sub-national or international religious groups. Uh, they're extremist of the various stripe. We see it all over the place. It's in the news every day. Uh, and so that is, that's a manifestation in, of the increase in the short run in the current times now of strongly polarized, negatively oriented individuals and groups. Why? It's due to the polarizing conditions or the sharp contrast or the sharp delineation between 4D characteristics and 3D self-service. And um, 3D self-service is, um, you know, 3D negative orientation, service of self, S-T-S, negative way, that leads to 4D negative if they can, which they most of them won't. Uh, there's a sharp contrast between qualities of fourth density as a whole and 3D negative. And there's also a major distinction between the planetary quality of 4D positive, which is evolving, or the energetics of planet Earth, which will host 4D positive, and 3D negative. Uh, but, you know, they're trying to get their last licks in. But <clears throat> uh, the... Uh, the planet moving into 4D positive, the meek inheriting the earth, the kingdom of heaven on earth, all these biblical phrases have esoteric meaning, in my view, my view, and uh, uh, those who are 3D negative, who are doing the work of evil and Satan and uh, the Orion minions, the first slaves, the primary slaves of Orion, are those who are following Orion, of course. Those are the, called the New World Order, the Illuminati, the people who are doing service to self in top positions of power. They are slaves to Orion, of course. Of course. Because Orion has bid them, and they have taken the bid. Uh, and that's why they're, you know, in positions of temporal authority. Temporarily. So, uh, however, they will leave. <laughs> As will the sleepers. And so only those only uh, those who remain, only, the only ones who remain, who will remain upon this plane, upon Earth, will be of the so-called positive orientation. Now, that means that there'll be a three-way split. Again, you know, I could go on. I mean, I've given lectures on this for hours and years. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't explain it all. I wish I could. But uh, try to condense it into an hour. Maybe we'll do this session in three, in three classes, too. Uh, in the three-way split, the majority of the people will repeat the density 3D on another rock. Uh, a very, very few will graduate to 4D negative and join Orion. And uh, some will uh, graduate <laughs> and uh, stay with the planet. They remain, they will inherit the Earth in a, in a very beautiful world, comparable to what Howard Storm was shown 200 years hence, 200 only, uh, as the future of the world. However, 
Many will come from elsewhere, which is a nice phrase. That means that the fourth density positive population on Earth will be supplemented or uh, bulked up, increased by other fourth density positive planets, souls coming for incarnation and the whole cycle. So it will be a melting pot, mixing pot yet again. Just as this cycle of 3D, this first cycle of 3D on Earth, includes repeaters from many 3D harvested planets, 3D planets already in 4D, mainly positive, but not only. Earth cycle, 3D cycle now, includes, Ross said, something like 10 to 15 uh, mem uh, harvested planets, groups of souls. Groups of souls who didn't harvest, repeating the density, on 10 to 15 other 3D planets that are already in 4D, uh, now here, these, these repeaters are here now. Likewise, fourth density positive will also be an amalgam, a um, admixture of multiple fourth density positive planet soul groups, members. <laughs> and so many of uh, Earth's 4D positive will be a lovely place, actually. It'll be a real, um, it'll be a real joy for those here. Uh, It'll be kind of a interstellar uh, point of uh, love community, love um, sincerity community with um, groups from many different places. Why? Ross said, because it'll appear that with all the best efforts of the Confederation uh, and those from the inner planes, meaning the upper astral Sangha, the Buddha fields of uh, 3.6 and 3.7, the higher, the astral plane uh, white magicians, the astral plane adepts and uh, arahan and uh, yogis and siddhis on the path of love uh, from the inner planes and inner civilizations. So there are inner civilizations, meaning astral plane, upper astral plane, groups that don't come out of the astral plane, but they that's their home. Their home is 3.4 or higher astral subplane levels, which is just 3D, 3D non-physical, that's where they live. And they want to help their help too. Uh, and those from other dimensions, meaning wanderers, still, with all the best efforts of the harvest, of the confederation, and the interplane uh, workers for love light, and the wanderers, most of whom are still sleeping, unfortunately, still, the harvest will be much less than what Earth is capable of supporting. That's why it'll be supplemented or uh, added to by other 4D positive planets, soul groups, members. Okay? <clears throat> so, 17.2. Uh, <laughs> it takes so long to get in, go through this because I really want to make sure people know what, what I'm saying and what Ra's saying. Very, very, very few people who read the raw material understand it well. And many who do... Um, don't realize, um, don't 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 conform their mind to fit raw the, the vision of sixth density or the uni unified the awareness of unity that is native to sixth density or raw's uh, achievement. And um, if you if you know the raw material only a little, and then you mix in other sources, not recognizing just exactly what raw said then you'll think that some other source said what Ra, you know, that, that some other, you'll attribute to another source 
what um, you think Ra said, not knowing fully what Ra's teaching or any teaching, but particularly this case, this case, if you don't clearly know what Ra said and didn't say, what they said and what it means and what they didn't say and what they didn't affirm, which is not to deny, but that what they didn't affirm and what they did affirm and what it means and how it how it applies, if you don't know that, it's a little problem going deep into other sources and then putting them together. I've seen it very commonly. People think Ra said something, but they didn't. But they're pulling in another source that they vaguely remember. So we have to be careful. And I think it's important to know exactly what they said. Very, very um, sharply. 17.2, a wonderful question, and then we'll go to questions in the group. We may only finish a few of these here. Don asked, is it possible to help an entity reach fourth density level in these last days? Wonderful question. Ra gives uh, the, <laughs> the cold water wake up. It is impossible to help another being directly. What does it mean? It means it's impossible to make them grow. So let me read. It is impossible to help another being directly. It is only possible to make catalyst available in whatever form. The most important being the radiation of realization of oneness with the Creator from the self. Less important being information such as we share with you. We ourselves do not feel an urgency for this information to be widely disseminated. It is enough that we have made it available to three, four, or five. This is extremely ample reward, for if one of these obtains fourth density understanding due to this catalyst, then we shall have fulfilled the law of one in the distortion of service. We encourage a dispassionate attempt to share information without concern for numbers or quick growth among others. That you attempt to make this information available is, in your term, your service. The attempt, if it reaches one, reaches all. We cannot offer shortcuts to enlightenment. Enlightenment is of the moment, is an opening to intelligent infinity. It can only be accomplished by the self, for the self. Another self cannot teach, learn enlightenment, but can only only teach, learn information, inspiration, or a sharing of love, of mystery, of the unknown, that makes the other self reach out and begin the seeking process that ends in a moment. But who can know when an entity will open the gate to the present? So, uh, it is impossible to help another being directly. Uh, another self cannot teach, learn, enlightenment. So, we cannot make another person learn. We can't make another person uh, gain benefit. We can offer benefit. We can offer that which is helpful. We can teach, learn information or inspiration. We can share love. We can share mystery. We can share our true process and experience. Uh, we can um, we can share um, that which we are, and the ultimate sharing um, that Roz said is a radiation. The most important catalyst, you see, what we offer to others is catalyst. It's teaching, or sharing, in, or, or inspiration, or love and comfort, right? There's service from the heart, service from the throat, service from the third eye. 
service of the fourth ray, heart, green ray, is love, comfort, acceptance. Um, quiet being with, comforting, um, soothing, loving kindness. Qualities of service of fifth ray are teaching, communication, honesty, truth, clarity, discernment, distinction, uh, wisdom. Teaching of sixth ray may be the sharing of mystery or radiation of our realization of oneness with the Creator. So, what we offer is catalyst. It may be of various forms, but that is not directly helping. That's just offering catalyst. It is impossible to help another being directly. In this case, the word help is being um, cordoned off <laughs> or tagged to um, the process of self-awakening. Self-awakening, self-learning, self-transformation is the help that we can't do for another. What you can do, I cannot do for you. All that is essential for you, only you can do for you. If you have a question, ask yourself. If you want to know something, ask yourself. If you want something, focus on it, know it, and do it yourself. Others can offer guidance or inspiration, but only, only, the, the, only the self can heal the self. And so, what is the primary or highest form of catalyst that we can offer other? The most important, uh, maybe not the highest, well, but it's six chakra related, Ra saying the most important. The most important is realization of real radiation, um, energetic offering of our realization of oneness with the Creator from the self, or oneness, or no self, anatta, or sunyata, emptiness. Uh, radiation of your true being, the level of being, which is higher self, Atman, six chakra, six dimensional self, uh, be one with yourself, <laughs> the unity of what you are, or the, the essence of your being as unity, as all that is, radiation of that realization, the radiation, the energetic shining halo, uh, glory, offering of the light love of six chakra activation in balance with one, two, three, clear, four, five, well, well developed, fifth ray, fourth ray, and one, two, three chakras clear. That is a radiation of realization of oneness as is. Oneness with the creator, oneness with creation, unity as is. And that's the first stage of enlightenment, actually. And that enlightenment uh, is of the moment. It's an opening to intelligent infinity that results in a realization of unity. Intelligent infinity, seventh chakra, eighth chakra, bridge, the next octave, the logos, the love, the source of love, light, light love, uh, intelligent infinity comes down through seven through to six to a realization of unity. Uh, that's the greatest offering. So the greatest service really is to get yourself enlightened is to develop enlightenment, is to realize uh, unity. At that point, of course, there's no self. There's no, there's no belief in the concept of a separated self. The idea of a separated self um, falls away, or the belief in the idea of a separated self, an experience of a separated self falls away. It's, there's not, you cannot say there's a no self, but there's a no 
uh, belief in separate itself. There's no self to be lost. There's no self to be voided. There's never been a solid self to be voided in the realization of unity. So uh, what you are is not a separate, is not a separated selfhood. True identity is not a self, but uh, universal, universe, universe as is. Dick on soup, something like that. It's a German term. It's the thing in and of itself. Creation as is, is true identity, not a separated self identified with body or mind. And so, Ra said, they don't feel urgency for their information to be disseminated widely. Uh, if any one person uh, moves towards fourth density understanding due to this catalyst, I mean the raw material, then Ra believes, feels they fulfilled their uh fulfill the law of one and the distortion of service, meaning their sense of responsibility, or uh, they've done their service. Uh, they encourage a dispassionate attempt to share information that we can learn also. We too ought to have a dispassionate attempt, not passionate, not a passionate server, a um, quietly heartful server who sees and understands the limitation of the mind of the hearer. <clears throat> uh, and so, that's wisdom. You have to be clear on yourself, to be clear on their mind. Seeing their mind, um, we can sense what they can receive and what they can't receive. We encourage a dispassionate attempt to share information. Uh, without concern for numbers or quick growth among others. You know, the size of the organization does not matter. I'm very happy with two weekly Skype groups with four members each, four or five members, three, four or five people. I'm very happy with this. I don't want 10 or 20. I mean, that's fine. But actually, you know, every, every, every Chinese knows the most delicious fruit is the smallest, <laughs> not the biggest. So you want a big, you know, a big 10-pound uh, grapefruit, but actually it's the little plump on the tree that is the sweetest and that's because there's a concentration of the sugar and so likewise a small group <clears throat> is the way of um, doing real work together because um, we can easier to vibrate in harmony when you have lots of people um, it's difficult and so there's no concern for numbers it's not a matter of quantity um, it's a matter of quality of sharing it doesn't matter that you help 50 people it matters how well you help each one and the helping, again, is ultimately catalyst for their self-helping, for their self-learning. Uh, what is enlightenment? <clears throat> enlightenment is of the moment. Yes, indeed. It is an opening to reality, which is called intelligent infinity, which is infinity, which is the wordless, actually. Ein Sof, the source of love light. The source of love light is that which is awakened to. And that occurs in the moment. That occurs by uh, Kundalini Shaktipat, uh, the full arousal or, or rising of force or allowance of force to go from root, croc, uh, root chakra to crown, uh, muladhara to uh, the crown chakra, up the up the spinal, up the seven seven rays in the back, the spinal uh, etheric chakras, the root to crown connection. 
in in a certain way uh, allows an awakening to uh, intelligent infinity, which really means Satchitananda or Godhead or um, complete and perfect enlightenment. Many traditions talk about it with different language. Uh, it can only be accomplished by the self, for the self, and um, we can't teach enlightenment to another, but we can only teach information, and that's very true. And so, um, <clears throat> all that we share with others may simply help inspire them to reach out and begin or continue, it's really normally continue, the seeking, their own seeking process that will end in a moment. Um, and that awakening or enlightenment is opening the gate to the present, awakening to now, the power of now. Uh, now is all, and that includes past and future. They're, they are available for knowing in the now, including all time and space. In fact, all space is here. All time is now. And that, that is understood well in Sixth Density. Uh, so, <laughs> it took about... It really took almost an hour to go over three questions, but that's the way it goes. So, continuing, uh, 17.3. Uh, this is a very interesting um, question about some questions here about Tunguska and um, the provision of inspiration for the development of nuclear power, nuclear energy on Earth. Don says, in meditation a few nights ago, I had the impression of a question about a crater in Russia. I believe it was Tunguska, Siberia. Uh, can you tell me what caused this crater? And Ross says, the destruction of a fission reactor caused this crater. So a nuclear reactor. This is a real place, and you can read about it. Um, <clears throat> most human scientists go with the party line that says it was a meteor, but... The guys on the inside know. Uh, whose reactor? Ross says, 17.4. This was what you may call a drone sent by a confederation which malfunctioned. So, um, about whose reactor? Um, Ross says, this was what you may call a drone sent by confederation which malfunctioned. So even their stuff malfunctions. It was moved to an area where its destruction would not cause infringement upon the free will of mind-body-spirit complexes, meaning people. It was then detonated. So, uh, the Confederation makes uh, makes mistakes <laughs> or uh, creates crafted malfunction. That's interesting. Uh, they moved it to a place which wouldn't affect people, which was like, you know, eastern Siberia, <clears throat> and didn't didn't kill anybody, I guess, but maybe some trees and some uh, elk got it. But it was then detonated, and that was the crater. What was the purpose in that drone being here? What was its purpose in coming here? 17.5 raw answers. It was a drone designed to listen to the various signals of your people. Surveillance drone. You were, at that time, beginning work in a more technical sphere we were interested in determining the extent and rapidity of your advances. This drone was powered by a simple fission motor or engine, as you call it. It was not that type which you now know, but was very small. However, it has the same destructive effect upon third-density molecular structures. <clears throat> Thus, as it malfunctioned, we felt it was best to pick a place for its destruction 
rather than attempt to retrieve it, for the possibility, probability modes of this maneuver look very, very minute. So, the Confederation absolutely has means of listening to the various signals of our peoples. <clears throat> Why this is not done by mind, the by the higher fifth density uh, Confederation members, I don't know. We'll take it up later upstairs. Uh, because at that time, and I, Tunguska, I don't know when it was, it was either the end of the 19th century or the first few decades of the 20th century, but Ra pegs that to the humans beginning work in more technical areas, perhaps nuclear, perhaps related to Tesla. Uh, Ra said the Confederation wanted to determine the extent and rapidity of the advances, again, why they need a mechanical object for that, I'm not sure. Uh, <clears throat> the drone was powered by a fission motor. It was small. It was different than what we're using now, but it has a comparable destructive effect in 3D physical. They picked a place for the destruction because they figured out that the uh, probability, possibility, vortices of successful retrieval were low. So they recognized they couldn't retrieve it, so they brought it to that place and blew it up. Was its danger both blast and radiation? Don is a physicist, so he knows. Ra said, there is very little radiation, as you know it, in this particular type of device. There is radiation which is localized, but the localization is such that it does not drift with the winds, as does the emission of your somewhat primitive weapons. There are uh, many nukes that the uh, Orion-inspired human military scientists have developed <clears throat> that are, you know, like certain types of nuclear weapons where radiation is localized only. Some people believe that was uh, what happened with the Bali terrorist bombing many years ago, which brought Australia onto the uh, western side in their invasion and uh, conquest of Iraq. So, <clears throat> it's a very ugly matter, but um, it's a certain type of bomb or, or had a certain explosive effect. And um, 17.7, the last question on Tunguska, Don says, I believe that an analysis of trees in the area show a low radiation level. Is this the reason for such a low radiation level? Ross says it's correct. The amount of radiation is very localized, so it's really, really localized. The trees, I guess, don't mind it. Uh, however, <clears throat> the energy which is released is powerful enough to cause difficulties, um, whatever they were, but they... Um, Banish that. So you can <laughs> uh, speculate on what's all what that's all about, um, but I must say the Confederation doesn't have the uh, infallibility that I have hoped for them. Leave it at that. <clears throat> uh, now some questions about Earth history and nuclear energy too, and that'll be the end for today's class. Seventeen eight. Uh, Don asks, did the Confederation, was the Confederation responsible for Earth receiving nuclear power? Yeah. <clears throat> and it's a question of responsibility or, you know, what level of causation we choose to focus upon. Ross said, it's a point which one cannot judge. What is cause? Right? The cause is uh, the creator or, the inf or infinity becoming aware of itself. <laughs> That's the cause of all manifestation is, is infinity becoming self-aware and focalizing 
uh, <clears throat> by its own free will, with infinite love, uh, so as to uh, recognize the potentials of of a creation, of uh, you know, the action of free will upon love giving birth to light, which gave birth to the seven dimensions of the octaves. That's the cause. <clears throat> That's the first cause. Uh, but dropping back down to a more uh, localized uh, time-space continuum. Uh, Ra says, the basic equation which preceded this work was an equation brought through by a wanderer dedicated to service to the planet, positively oriented wanderer, scientist. That this work should have become foundation for instruments of destruction was not intended and was not given. Yet again, <clears throat> they really have a history of screw-ups, of unintended consequences. Uh, err, E-R-R, erring. Confederation history of unintended consequences and uh, mistaken intervention. They used the term mistaken. Yahweh was mistaken. They used that term. And they've used, if, if we want to do some time, just a word search of the word mistake in the Law of One.info site will show many, many instances of Ra using the word mistake. In most cases, they're saying there are no mistakes. And in some cases, they're saying such and such was a mistake. So let's be a little flexible on that. Uh, <clears throat> the basic equation which preceded the work of development of nuclear power and weaponry came from a wanderer, positive wanderer. Please take note. Uh, and yet his good, good intentions became the foundation for instruments of destruction. Instruments of destruction. It wasn't intended. It wasn't given, meaning the Confederation contribution was not development of weaponry, but it all got turned around. And um, who was the wanderer? Don wonders, uh, can you tell me who that wanderer was that brought through the equation? Law says, this harm information seems harmless as the entity is no longer of your planetary third density. The entity was named Sound Vibration Complex Albert. Albert Einstein was a wanderer who came through with pure intentions to help the world. And his uh, equations, his development work, became the foundation for instruments of destruction. Haven't we seen that story too often? Same as Tesla, although Tesla was described as angelically positive. So, <clears throat> uh, a whole lot of review and reformation in confederation methodology and uh, comprehension preparation prior to 3D service with this group of 3D repeaters and their particular psychodynamics will be required, is ongoing, and is a major work for the Confederation uh, after this 3D cycle is uh, successfully completed. So, uh, and for those who think ETET -ET is such a great big deal, uh, I assure you that um, Arahant Atarsata, as in the Billy Meyer contact, and the state of the Arhats, those who have fourth stage enlightenment, complete and perfect enlightenment, freedom from becoming, freedom from uh, all ignorance, destruction of ignorance, freedom from belief in perception and the conceptions of perception, those who are free from all that are higher than the Confederation. 
Gautama, Nityananda, true Avatara, uh, true representatives of the Logos, the Guardians, uh, they need to be uh, they need to be um, accessed a little bit more carefully and uh, deeply uh, for the Confederation to make such actions with this group heretofore. So, uh, you know, living amidst the consequences of naive Confederation attempts for the last hmm, 50,000 years, 75,000 years, starting with Yahweh's genetic modification, the Martians coming here 75,000 years ago. <clears throat> that was the first mistaken act of Yahweh Confederation Group, Confederation Group, real name Yahweh. Uh, sitting here with the consequences, guys, um, you better go back to school and go back to the temple and listen to your teachers. Okay, so um, that'll be all for today's portion of session 17. I think that's the reason, as you said. It's because of the quality of the catalyst here at the end of this 3D cycle on this planet with its particular mix of beings and consciousness levels and orientations. <clears throat> because of that rich catalyst which late 3D Earth has to offer, many souls from multiple 3D planets in the galaxy particularly, I imagine, in the sector, the sector of the galaxy, uh, wish to be incarnated now at the end time. So the, the value of experiencing a 3.7 dimensional energetic matrix, right, third density, first, second, third, you know, so third density means first, second, third dimensional energy body activated planet, so this third density planet, one, two, three, activated, at the end of its third dimensional cycle, performing, moving right into fourth density, which is 3.7, 3.7, that offers a particular energetic um, catalyst, or is a particular energetic catalyst, to the souls who are living here. Majority of whom, 90% it seems, are 3D repeaters, meaning they're working at 3.2. 3.2, 3.3, meaning they're not yet out of the personal into the transpersonal, polarized, positive, or negative. 3.1, 3.2, 3.3. There is a value, despite the incompatibility or non-congruence or non-resonance of, uh, let's just say, 3.2 and 3.7, but the effect of 3.7 upon 3.2, I guess is desired by Atman, higher self, of these uh, repeating 3D souls who wish to experience this here, because there are not that many planets that are 3.7, right? It's not like every planet is right at the edge of harvesting into fourth density, only some at some times. <clears throat> so, the value of the energetic matrix and the consciousness uh, composite the composite of consciousness of humanity, which is really all over the board, right? We have some very high positive, very high negative, very strong positive, very strong negative, and very, very stuck. 
and very crazy, strange view, distorted, really tangled mind view here too. Uh, as and 3.7, 4.1 bridging energetics. <clears throat> that is useful catalyst for these repeaters. And that's why more have come in the last hundred years, I'd say. And many of them are nowhere near harvestability. If you see the faces of lots of folks um, all around the world, not only the poor, poor third, you know, developing nations or poorest nations, but many. There are many, many primitive faces in this world, and many, all nations. Primitive meaning very unformed facial features, which indicate, you know, very dull eyes, very uh, coarse features, or bulbous, you know, kind of fleshy without the definition of cartilage in the face. That indicates uh, a non-developed mind or not well, much developed mind. It's genetic, yeah. But why do those souls choose that genetic? Because it fits their consciousness level. So there are many souls here that really are 3.2, and even, you know, lower levels of 3.2, who hardly can think well, who can hardly think well. And I'm not saying I think, 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 but use the mind well. Not many people can use many. There are many people who cannot use mind well. They're very they they, in some ways, in terms of mental functioning, are closer to animal body than to um, third fourth chakra um, activation utilization. So, yet, for them, I assume the the three point seven four point one bridging dynamic is useful. Okay. Next week, we'll go to long discussion of Jesus, which is very, very nice. Jesus, Yeshua, was a great being. And um, some more talk about harvest. And um, perhaps we'll, <laughs> we'll see how many session classes it takes to do session 17. But anyway, um, thank you for being here today. Uh, I appreciate it. And see you next time. Okay, good night.